Hey, y'all. We hope you're enjoying today's show. Um, we just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us. Yeah, so if you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hello Cheesement Podcast, it will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month and you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so, and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, When you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel, as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to that's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah, so go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Google podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch, the, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, so utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, Familia. What's my favorite word? Yes. Why they gotta say it like short? Yes. Say they can't play on my court, can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Hey, pero no hay boda, Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar la toa con VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a ti, It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. It is officially Christmas time. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I think besides... um. Yeah, Christmas is my favorite holiday of the year. Yeah? Yeah. That's mine, too. Yeah. Well, I, and then Halloween. Yeah. Halloween's number two. Christmas is number one for me. Um, But, you know, I'm excited. Um, yeah. It's going to be cute. It's going to be real fantasticals. Um, well, welcome back to another episode of the Hella Cheese May podcast. My name is Dana. And I'm Stephanie. And we are y'all host. Hey. Hi there. Um, <laughs> friend. <laughs> Never <Stop>. mind. <laughs> uh, you guys got to subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh so I set up our lights <laughs> because yes. we have a whole production of lights here on the Hello Cheese Sala. Yeah. And 
I'm totally taking a video of this because I did set up one of the lights way up higher than the other. It's as if I'm like and they're both six very foot high. sitting down. This is a fucking hot mess. But go off, sis. They're getting the job done. Okay, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna leave it. Anyway, not welcome back. Us, not us doing our intros and you already covered. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, welcome back. We're here. Mm-hmm. We are in the last few days of the year. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How was your weekend? Um, so I'm doing good. I'm a little um. I'm, like, ready for Thursday, which is Thanksgiving, um, since we do record ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, my weekend was good. I Friday, I went to a brewery in um, Point Loma, mm-hmm. in Liberty Station, and it was it was good. It was nice catching up with um, some coworkers of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, f- Saturday, I took my mom to lunch, and... It escalated very quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, went to a brewery. We were having lunch, and we were going to go Thanksgiving shopping, but had a little detour. Um, Where'd you guys go? My, so we went to meet up with my brother for a little bit, take care of some things, and then um, we went to a dive bar in IB, uh-huh. and... Um, she just decided to stick to IPAs, and every time I do this, I spiral very quickly. Mm. So, uh, we were there for quite a while, um, you met up with us. (laughs) (laughs) Were you drinking IPAs before I got there? So, I had taken my mom to Novo. In uh, IB, which, yes, she was having kombucha and uh, I was having IPAs. IPAs. I didn't know they made IPAs, but okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, I just was, like, sticking to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got there, and then I was like, fuck it, let's do shots. As soon as I arrived, she was like, yes. I'm ordering you a beer and a shot. I was like, okay. Say less. Um. So, yeah. I, and then we went to uh, another place yep. in IB after. And this trumper just decided to make himself comfortable on the table. And mm-hmm. just, it was a Taurus versus a Taurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was about to be a Taurus versus a Leo. <laughs> in that bitch. And uh, yeah, we just left. And then. Sunday, I don't know how I made it out into the right. the fields, my son's game, final game, mm-hmm. at 9 a.m., so I had to be there before that. Oh, my God. Dying, being the team mom, handled that, still went to a pizza place with all these kids, but it was cute. They made a little speech and gave me a little award thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then had to go... Oh, and then had, um, was it Sunday that I, yeah. yeah. And then I still came here mm-hmm. and then I still, I went on a, you went date, on a date yeah. 
so she was exhausted you had yesterday. A full <laughs> but I had a good time. So yeah. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. <laughs> um, so uh, Thursday. Thursday, I drove. So I usually, like I told y'all, I usually drive Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So Thursday, I drove. Um, I think I stopped around 10-ish. I don't remember. But I remember I did a lot of long drives on Thursdays. Mm. So I stopped pretty on, on this past Thursday. So I stopped pretty early because I didn't really, I made enough money. I was like, okay, let me, mm-hmm. I, can take, I can go home. Um, and then Friday, I drove early Friday because Friday evening, me and my husband were supposed to be going to a birthday party, which we never made it to, mm-hmm. um, because we, we got there, there was no fucking parking and he was just like, fuck this, let's go. So then we ended what up area? going, we were in, um, over off the freeway, uh, Mission Gorge, mm-hmm. like literally yeah. down the hill from our old office. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were over there and there was no parking at all in the parking lot of where this place was. And so, you know, he was just like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Let's go. What do you want to eat? And we decided to go try this dumpling dim sum place in uh, Hillcrest where I had been wanting to go. And it wasn't the best. No? Um, No, it wasn't the best. Um, I think it was a little too... I don't know. The, it just seemed a little too concentrated. Mm. Like, like it's like it sat for X amount of time before they, you know, started using and making the food. Mm. But although they do make the dumplings fresh, but I don't know that they make the filling as fresh as they're making Got the dumplings. It. Okay. Um. So yeah, that was Friday evening. <laughs> I do have a story. So I was driving Uber. Uh-huh. Friday um, afternoon. Okay. And I was over like near National City area. Mm-hmm. So I was picking up this man named Carl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was driving um, to pick him up. And um, I see this black man standing on the corner. And I was in the on the map on my phone. And by the way, I don't know if anybody from Uber or Lyft is listening. You know, you never really know who's mm-hmm. listening. But sometimes those apps are a mess. And I know, like, you know, they sometimes need to be updated and stuff. But they don't always pick up on the right turns or mm. the stop signs. And, yeah. you know, especially when if the house is added property onto it, uh-huh. it doesn't necessarily pick up on the zoning of the address. Correct. Mm. Okay. Ooh, sorry. Um. So... Drove up to pick up Carl, this man, and he was smoking a uh, black and mild on the corner. So I figured it had to be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. as soon as I pull up, um, he comes to my window. He's like, are you looking for Carl? I say, yes. I was like, are you Carl? He's like, yes, I am Carl. <laughs> and he's looking all up in my window. talking, And then he goes, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. <laughs> and I said... Thank you. <laughs> Mind you, I am wearing a huge denim t-shirt, uh, sweat shorts, tube socks, and my bright ass green Birkenstocks. Because I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm driving. 
no one can really see me or paying attention. So. Was he black, Mexican? He was black. Okay. Yes, he was a black man. Okay. Um, Salt and pepper hair. He had like a, a very thin, he had like a little gray mustache, mm-hmm. completely clean shaved ball head. Um, he was a handsome man yeah. for his age or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> I got to get a whole visual here. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Bald okay. black man. Okay. You know, he had a throwback hat on okay. when he was uh, standing out there. He had his little cane. Um, Come on, pimp cane. Ciao. <laughs> and he was wearing like all black. So anyway, he's like, okay, um, well, I have to go and get my stuff at the house. Um, Can you come around the corner? Because I was like past his house and he was Mm. like in a, he's like lived in an ensuite or something like that. So I go around, I come back, um, he comes out of the house, he has all his stuff and he's like, I need you to help me get into the car. (laughs) And I'm like, Carlos. What? What do you need? Why do you need me? You have a cane. That should be able to help you get into the car. <laughs> like, what do you need from me? I was like, okay. Um, do you want to sit behind me or did you want to sit on the opposite side? So I get out. I walk around the car, open the door. Mm-hmm. Carl hobbles around and he gets in the car. Behind you or on the opposite? On the opposite side. Uh-huh. So... I get back in the car and I'm like, okay, do you have everything you need? He's like, yes. And he's like, um, he's like, I got everything I need and everybody I want to be around. And I'm like, here this nigga go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, here we go. Did he have tattoos? No, he did not have tattoos that I saw. Um, so then, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm on my way to a doctor's appointment at the family health center and, uh, in, 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 in Kanto area. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then, um, he's like, but my appointment's at this time, but I'm going early, you know, so you could take the long way. And I'm in my head. I'm like, nigga, I'm taking the route this map say. <laughs> I don't the know shortcut. what the shortcut, the <laughs> shortest route that's going to get this right as fast as over with as I can. That's the route I'm taking. So, you know, so we're driving and here he starts with, you're so beautiful. You know, I've, uh, I've wanted to have some experiences before and, um, you know, Imagine I just think you're so good. He's like, I don't have fantasies and. I just, you know, I think you're so gorgeous. And he's like, ooh, them thighs and all of this and the third. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just trying. Everything he says <laughs> other than having to do with how good I look. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, yeah. what did you, <laughs> what do you have planned? Like, you know, what you got going on? Because mm-hmm. he's all like, you know, I've always wanted, I just want to move away from here and go live out my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, where would you go? You know, and he's mm-hmm. like, just far, you know, and, you know, find me somebody beautiful. You know, somebody would like you would be great. And I'm like, boy, you is laying it on too thick. And then talking about some, you know, I don't want to break up no relationships. And I was like, well, you definitely want to be making up, breaking up no relationships right here. 
not today, no time soon. Mm-mm. He talking about some issues single. I said, no, I'm happily married. <laughs> Bling, bling. <laughs> right, and I did. I didn't make sure to move my hand over on the steering wheel, <laughs> like, like a white turn, like, <laughs> like so you know, like yeah. it. It is not that, Carl. <laughs> um, and so then Carl, you know, he continues going on, and then Carl shares that he had been in prison for thirty years. Mm. Did Tar- uh, Carl disclose what this? What his prison imprisonment was about? No, he did not. Mm. We know them. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> 15 plus say less say less right so and then it's it just he was trying to kill that kitty cat he, he was trying to kill something <laughs> and I just was like Carl and so <laughs> by the time we get to the place he's like and has laid it on so thick um, I'm just like at this point I wanted another ride to come through. And lo and behold, another ride came through while he's mm-hmm. trying, while I'm trying to get him out my car. Cause at this point he's like, you know, take down my number. Da, 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 da. I said, look, write your number down. I'll call you later. Cause mm-hmm. I got to finish working. Right. So I write, he writes his number down. He getting out the car and he was like, you know, we can go get a motel. And he's like, <laughs> and just so you know, I do got a nice thing too. How about that? And I was like, Got it. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> like, please leave. Do guys that do long stints usually have pretty things? I don't I think don't there's a scientifically proven that men that was in prison have big dicks but I'm that's been sure in there for X know. amount of time. They come out ready to. I mean, I'm they sure. Come out ready. Um, but that was the saga of me and Carl. Shout out to Carl. Shout out to Carl. You know, yeah, black and miles. Oh my god, because that was the first red flag for me. Because I was like, oh my god, please don't let him get in here smelling like black and miles. Although I like the smell of black and miles, Mm -hmm. but still, too bad. Yeah, but you know, it's just like when people get in the car smelling like cigarettes. It'd be like, uh, or Marlboros. Those things are fucking terrible. But anyway. Uber and lifting was fun this past weekend, to say the least. That's cute. Um, But, yes. That's entertaining. Yes. Um, So, let's move on to our pop culture segment called the Chili Cheese May Topic. Okay. Um, Oh, I guess, should I start us off? Because I... Yeah, let's let's hear what you gotta say. We're gonna talk about the Grammys, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, a lot of our fa- my faves uh, have a lot of Grammy nominations. Um, uh, like SZA, SZA mm-hmm. has nominations for uh, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song that. of the Year, um, as well as Best R and B Performance and Best Traditional R and B Performance. As well as that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, sure. Oh yeah, you said R and B performance. Yes. Yeah. So, which I think is dope for mm-hmm. you know SOS was a good album, um, yes. and it's a lot of good songs on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Snooze has been trending for a long oh, time. Wow. Um, so Kill Bill too, and Kill Bill, uh-huh. yeah. So I'm not surprised about any of that. Yeah. Um, Janelle Monet is uh, nominated for Album of the Year for The Age of Pleasure, which um, 
I've only listened to bits and pieces of of that album, but uh-huh. it's still really good. So I'm not surprised. I, I haven't heard hers. It's good. It's a good one. Um, and then we have Best New Artist, which has people like Ice Spice, Coco Jones, uh, Victoria Monet, and she also has Best R and B Album. Um, and I'm excited that Coco Jelly Jones Roll. is nominated. I don't know Jelly Roll. Yeah. Um, my mom likes Jelly Roll. Interesting. Have you seen him before? No. He is a very large white man with very face tattoos. White man. And he's he's covered in yeah, him and yes. his wife has a podcast called uh, Dumb Blonde. Oh. Uh-huh. She's so she's really pretty. She's like blonde, big boobs. Oh. Uh-huh. And I have seen him on TikTok before. He um he does country. Okay, uh-huh, yeah. But mm-hmm. a little bit of like swag to it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Jelly Roll then, you know. Ooh. I'm hoping Victoria Monet gets it. <laughs> <laughs> But, but shout out to Jelly Roll. But shout out to Jelly Roll. Um, and then we have Best R&B Performance with SZA. It's also um, How Does It Make You Feel with Victoria Monet. I See You with Coco Jones. Uh, Alex Isley and Sir uh, for Back to Love, which, you know. Oh, it's Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley, mm-hmm. which I think is dope. Um, Alex Isley, I haven't heard that her be nominated for any Grammys before. Right. So and she's been out here for a while. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about her. And then I said Chris Brown, Summer Too Hot. So I think that's dope for him as yeah. well. Yeah. He over I mean, he's a good artist. So Yeah, and I and honestly, I don't remember the last Grammy or Grammy nomination that mm-hmm. I heard for for Chris Brown. Yeah, so he just has one. I'm happy that, you know, they're trying to get him back on the map finally hopefully that'll inspire him to continue to keep calm grow and develop (laughs) (laughs) um and then best traditional r&b performance was simple with babyface featuring coco jones uh and then hollywood with uh victoria monet featuring earth wind and fire and hazel monet with her cute baby her baby is so cute has those Mm. big old beautiful brown hazel eyes yes um and then good morning Earth, Wind, and fire yeah that song is okay. cute have you heard her jaguar 2 album uh um it's no really i'm good. gonna have to look up this song though I, I i am a fan of earth wind and fire for sure it's a good one um and then good morning with pj morton featuring susan carroll and then sis again with love language mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites yeah, from that album yeah um and then last category that I'm gonna talk about is best R and B song, which has Angel um by Holly Bailey and then Back to Love by um Daryl Andrew Ferris, Robert Glass uh Glasper and Alexandria Isley, which is Alex Isley. Mm-hmm. Um and then I See You by Coco Jones and then All My Mama by Victoria Monet. That one's a tough one because I'm like I like Three out of those four songs. Which is one that you're not too much of a fan of? I don't know that I've heard Back to Love. Okay. Um, But ugh, that's a good one. I don't know who's going to get that one, but mm-hmm. I'm almost certain Victoria Monet will. But, I mean, I feel like it would be a tie between Coco Jones and Victoria Monet because both of those songs are, like, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, for sure, I've heard ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I've heard all the other ones. I've probably heard Halle Bailey's. Angel, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was popping for a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still popping, but. Um, all right. What you got? <clears throat> um, so the Latin Gram- Grammys uh, yes. just passed. Uh-huh. And um, the outfits were very nice. And um, uh, so one of the trending topics from the Grammys, the, La- the Latin Grammys, was that Rosalia, mm-hmm. which we've talked about before, was, you know, has uh, broken. What well, used to date Raul Alejandro. They broke up. Um, because he allegedly cheated. Mm. Um, but they run in since they're both pretty popular right now. Like they run in, they have red carpet run ins and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, she performed at the Latin Grammys, and um, <clears throat> she was wearing like they were comparing her dress to the uh, Prince uh, Princess Diana's. Revenge dress, like the black off the shoulder, mm-hmm. low cut mm-hmm. um, dress. And she performed and she changed um, like the last portion of her song, like the lyrics mm-hmm. to kind of refer to her breakup with Rao. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then he performed uh, afterwards. And then his performance as well was like super emotional and you know one of the ca- the camera did catch him like staring at her one part of his performance um and so that was like a trending topic mm. you know every- they everyone loves love them as a couple they were super cute and affectionate and stuff mm. so um another thing that was trending was like <clears throat> people were feeling surprised that peso pluma mm-hmm. was not nominated um, and that is surprising because he's been trending all over the radio. Yeah. He, um, it's not like there's he... a lot of controversy behind him mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I mean, I don't, I've, I don't recognize a lot of his music. I have to like go and make sure, mm-hmm. like see the name, but cause he's also the same artist who was banned from performing in TJ, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there is a lot of controversy because... Um, allegedly, like, they, they started rumors that he's part of, like, <clears throat> some sort of cartel affiliation and stuff like that, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for safety purposes. Yeah. But, yeah, for some reason, he wasn't nominated at all. And um, <clears throat> a lot of people were surprised that Carol G did not win New Artist of the Year. Mm, she did so, not. Who won no. over her? So... Uh, an artist named Joaquina, which it's trending. It's trending because a lot of people don't know who no, she is. Yeah, she has like <clears throat> it's like a softer music, like a more mm. you can compare it like to Latino R and B, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> but I hadn't ever heard of her until I like had I looked her up. Right. Um. So that was a. That was a surprise to everybody. And then I don't know if you've heard of Tego Calderon. He's like a legend um, in reggaeton. And I used to listen to him back in the day, like high school and stuff. And 
Um, he was nominated for a new song he has, mm. and he hadn't been nominated for a Grammy since 2015. Mm. So, um, yeah, so some of the winners were Song of the Year was Shakira and her song um, Volumen 53, Volume 53, mm-hmm. which was her diss track to her ex. Mm. And talking about how she caught him cheating and stuff. Um, and Carol G did win album of the year That's for the Mañana Será Bonito. Nice. And yeah, so new artist of the year was Joaquina. Well, I mean, if Carol G won best album of the year, <laughs> I guess technically she's not the new artist of the year. Right. So that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's why everyone's saying like, well, she's technically not like a new artist, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Um. So. That's yeah. fine. She won a Grammy, so. She got her flowers. Yes. Um. Speaking of flowers, uh, and roses smelling like boo boo. <laughs> Um, Andre 3000, uh, released his new album this past weekend, uh, which is like an alternative music album where he made with his flute. Uh, the album is called New Blue Sun. Um, have you heard anything? Have you heard it? Yeah, I've heard it. And then I heard it's like, um, it's on a frequency that's like on a, almost like a meditative state. Yes. So it makes you feel good when you listen to it. Yes. Yeah. So I listened to a little bit of it. I was, I feel like it's perfect for like, say for instance, we were having like a whole cocktail hour Uh and people, we don't really want people to think about or listen to the, like pay lyrics listen to the lyrics of the music, uh-huh. but we want them to feel like they're vibing to whatever is being played. Uh-huh. That would be perfect. Okay. I also think it's good for, like you said, meditation. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for spa music. Okay. I feel like I could walk into any Starbucks and they would be playing it without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, I think it's good. I think it's actually really, really cool and really, really good. Yeah. And I definitely, I think it's going to get um, the plays. If people... If people actually listen to it and notice it, then people will notice it when they're out and listening to it. For okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll have to listen to the entire thing um, from beginning to end. Yes, for yeah. sure. Um, and then before we get into the next bigger topic, um, the Kiki Palmer was announced to be a, she's going to be hosting uh, the 2023 Soul Trains Awards, which. Okay. After everything that's been coming out about Kiki and uh, her baby daddy, um, I think she continues to just show that, like, got to keep going, got to keep thriving. So mm-hmm. I think that's dope. And it's um, good for her to show face and be like, I don't, I'm not scared, you know? Like, right. To show yeah. face and, and do that takes a lot of courage. And just continue to be professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be airing on November 26th at 5 p.m. Um uh, Pacific Standard Time. So, um, I'm pretty sure if it doesn't air that day, then it'll probably come on later that week or probably after mm-hmm. uh, first week of December or something like that. Yeah. Um. So, next topic, which um, <clears throat> we are going to take our time, I guess, and kind of get through, is P Diddy Puff Daddy. Love. Brother love. Brother love. (laughs) So, a couple of days ago, um, a report was released that um, Diddy was reportedly the subject of a secret NYPD investigation 
that allegedly involved sexual assault. Uh, sources in the law enforcement told outlet that, uh, an outlet being TMZ, mm-hmm. that there is an open and active case uh, with the name Sean Combs, which is P. Diddy's uh, alleged uh, government name. Yeah. However, the case file has been locked and no word on who the criminal complaint com- complaint was made by. Mm-hmm. So this is the first, uh, from what I understand, that was the first post about the alleged sexual assault. Um, and then soon after, NYPD <clears throat> then releases a statement that says there's no sort of engage- investigation going on uh, against Sean Puffy Combs. Of course. Um, from there, Cassie does a post where she's mentioning that she's ready to bury her silence and has filed a federal lawsuit against her ex-boyfriend, Diddy. The singer accuses him of rape and repeated physical abuse over about a decade. And according to court docs obtained by uh, Page Six, the Me and You singer claims that she met Diddy in 2005 when she was 19. The mogul allegedly began a pattern of abuse control that abuse and control that included allegedly forcing her to have sex with male prostitutes while he filmed and then physically abusing her and supplying her with drugs. Let's pause there. I would say, first of all, I am not, <clears throat> I'm not surprised that the NYPD responded with a statement that they don't have an investigation like that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, he probably paid them off. Exactly. I feel like they're on his paybooks. They're on his paybooks and have been for decades. Many years. Um, I, I don't know if you've watched. Um, a while. I mean, there was the notorious movie, but there was also there was another movie where uh, Diddy was a strong like character in the like a predominant character in the movie, and you could kind of see how they. Uh, made him as a character like this super like overly um, overly dominant person always trying to make sure that he was in on everything that was going on in New York City I feel like when he was doing making the band Diddy who Diddy was and his name and everything was like super important Mm-hmm. everywhere like yeah. they were like if you messing with diddy then you messing with like the the person of new york city mm-hmm. well he always prides himself on saying he's like the king of new york right correct so all the way down to when um cassie comes out with me and you and then we learn that um diddy was behind uh that production of that mm-hmm. song also, during the same time, this is when Danny Kane is out. This is when Big Day 26 is out. This is also when, um, I mean, she, at, past after when right. he had been working with Total. He had been working with Mary J. Blige. Yeah. He's worked with um, 112, like numerous of artists that Diddy has worked with and has assigned to Bad Boy Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all of these things about, you know, him stealing money from these groups. Right. Him being, um, you know, some shit with Wale, which, you know, happened after some of this shit. 
you know, I it, I think it's always been something about Diddy and the news pertaining to him being either abusive or stealing or assault killing. or killing or something in the mm-hmm. news and then out of nowhere it disappears. Also, um, Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane mm-hmm. um, and the show that he was doing, make, it was making the band, right? That was for mm-hmm. Danity Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been very vocal yeah. and she's been vocal about how she told the girls not to sign the NDAs because um, they were only going to pay them like $800 or $900 mm-hmm. of streaming and stuff like that. Um, if they signed it yeah. and she's like, I'll literally pay you that. Like, just don't sign it. So that's yeah. why she's been able to be vocal. So vocal about it. Yeah. Um, and she has been very vocal about it, about like seeing certain things and like how he would try to use his power, um, to his advantage, like in regards to like sexual favors mm-hmm. or like, um, expectations and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And abuse. I mean, I also feel like, you know, we expect her to be vocal because they didn't have a good relationship. Right. And also, um, and I think it was because she was so vocal and because she was so clear about, I'm not going to be quiet. Mm. You are not going to treat me like that. Right. And I also think that A, put a target on her back. Mm -hmm. B, you know, to at the time made her look like oh this you know she wilding out we don't understand she's why she's she's so hard to deal with she's hard to work with mm-hmm. and now all of this is coming out i wonder how many people are now like eating those words Shit. of like right. maybe she was actually right mm-hmm. and you know as soon as all this are coming out she was the first one to say i've been trying to tell y'all about this mm-hmm. like you know i've been saying all of this and i do remember her on making the band being like the one that would like she was super vocal yes and he was attracted to her but i don't know if he was just like it was one of those things where you know men that enjoy power and enjoy control like mm-hmm. it's like that's their prey yeah. right so yeah. The more the chase, like the better they feel. Correct. Once they, you know, hunt their prey or whatever. Yep. Um, but I do remember that playing out and her being the most, like, not confrontational, but you know, just the most vocal and like mm-hmm. set boundaries and firm on and stood on those those boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent agree. I also feel like you know, she. I mean. Her that she was uh I think it was like season two um when he did like this whole like make an example out of you mm-hmm. type of shit at the end of the season of making the band where he fires her and he fires D Woods and you know it, the other girl I think that didn't sign I think yeah, he fired the, the like two or three girls that didn't sign the NDAs yeah yeah so you know. All of this um, is not surprising for me. Mm -mm. Um, This report goes on to say that Diddy's attorney, Ben Brafman, has denied the claims in a a statement to New York Times. He claims Cassie has been demanding money from Bad Boy Records founder, Mr. Combs, uh, and then denies these offensive and outrageous allegations, the lawyer said. For the past six months, Mr. Combs 
has been subjected to Miss Ventura's because her name is Cassandra Ventura's. Um, she's been persist- persistent to demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as the um, the blatant blackmail. Mm-hmm. Which, here's my thing. And I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, her royalties must have ran out, or this must have ran out, or, you know, this, that, and the third. Here's my thing. If he put her hands on her, and and that is what's true, and clearly that has what has happened, who the fuck cares if it ran out? If she's now decided that she's like, I now feel like I'm in a place to talk about what has happened to me, so now I'm now going to come out and say it. Because the fact of the matter is, whatever the settlement was, or whatever the NDA was, the story is now still public. It's still... Mm-hmm. It's still public knowledge. It's still an, it's in an affidavit. It's never going anywhere. So he can't pay anybody off to make the story disappear. The story is is now in the paper trail. In the paper trail. It's there. It's now done. So regardless of if she's now signed off on something else, she I, she still has done what she needed to do, which was tell her story. Period. Period. I'll say, like, with my experience with, like, certain things and certain abuse and stuff like that, like, you, there's, like, a a sort of, like, shame and guilt that goes around it and mm-hmm. a sort of, like, you blame yourself for a while and things like that. So, I mean, I would imagine, you know, she went through it for many, years. many years as a baby, pretty much. Um, and then had kids. And now is in a space where she it seems like you know she's in a healthy relationship where her Mm -hmm. husband is supported he did that that 50k marathon for domestic violence um so when you're when you finally feel like you're in a safe space and Mm -hmm. a more healed space that's when you're like usually more if you decide you want to tell your story and use your voice and things like that especially once you have kids Mm -hmm. um that's usually when it'll happen. You know, you have to feel safe. Well, then, and maybe oh, that's what, you know, like where she's at. So it's like, regardless of the money, like, and there was a certain act that was in place that it either expired or it, or it began. And they were saying too, that that had something to do with it as well, where she could finally be more vocal about it and, uh, without worrying about repercussions from the NDA. Well, and also, we don't know how active Diddy has been in the child's life either, right? Like, we don't know what he's been doing, what how how he provides. No, but she, her baby's not with him. It's not. Oh, I thought it was with Diddy. Sorry. Uh-uh. It's with um the husband. With the let's, current husband? Uh-huh. Let's double check. Yeah, because I was like, I'm pretty, I was pretty sure that they had a, I know she was pregnant, and I thought it was by him. Stephanie's mm. fact checking. Anyway, why yeah, it's with her husband, her current husband. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, like I said, um, you know, we're fact checking, Chris. 
Yeah, with Alex Fine. Okay, that's her current husband. Yeah, so he's he's the dad of both kids. Got it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well then, back to what I was saying. Anyway, I still it is what yeah. it is. The story has been told. And like the facts you said, still the, remain. She still told her she story told her regardless story. if she accepted the settlement. And she exactly. opened the door for the yeah everything else that's about to flow in. Well, everything else has been flowing in. I feel like since all of this has come out, even though 24 hours later, um, they allegedly settled the lawsuit against Diddy um, and both parties reached an undisclosed settlement um, the day after Cassia filed the lawsuit accusing Diddy of uh, the rape and physical abuse. So, you know, either way, it seems that they have come to an agreement. Everybody since then have been essentially like coming out and telling their stories. Uh, the story about Wale is resurfacing. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Well, he's he's uh, allegedly slapped him because he said he ran New York or was like the king of New York in one of yes. his songs. Yep. And then um, everything that... Um, a, a video with this little girl that he allegedly adopt, adopted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Bieber. Justin when Bieber. When Justin Bieber was 16, he had the mo- the parents, the mom, mm-hmm. signed over guardianship to, to Diddy for 48 hours mm-hmm. and took Bieber to an undisclosed location. Yep. And then from... And Usher. Then Usher. I was just about to talk about Usher. And, you know, how alleg- allegedly when Usher was... Just starting out, uh, Diddy came and got Usher and was living with Diddy for X amount of time Mm -hmm. and um, had his mom essentially do the same thing and sign off on him being there. Um, So, And it's crazy, like, when you see... Because there was, like, um, you know, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg were doing um, their cooking show. Mm -hmm. And one time, Usher and Diddy were both, and Lala... They were guests mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And they were like taking shots like while they were cooking and stuff. And then they all sat down to eat. And you could see Usher was like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And Diddy would like say stuff to him, but he would never respond directly back to Diddy. He would like say it to Martha or Lala. Um, <clears throat> and then there was like a snippet of like, Bieber, you know, once he was older, um, interacting with Diddy. And Diddy kind of said the same thing of like, um, oh, you haven't reached back out to me. Like, I've been trying to, why don't we hang out no more? Like, along those lines. Mm. And uh, Bieber was kind of like rocking left and right, almost like a soothing thing. He was like, oh, yeah, like, I know you've tried to reach out. And it was like. This child's like trying to comfort himself. Like, you know, he's, it's he's like a un- soothing. Yeah, he's trying thing. to <clears throat> figure out how to respond to him without offending or right. showing. And there's a camera in his face. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, how he calls people daddy, like calling Fabulous daddy. And he, friend. Here's how do you name. feel about Carisha? Sorry. How do you feel about Carisha not speaking out on this? You think she should or she should? Uh, no, I think she should mind her business. She should mind her business. Because I... I'll tell you what. Carisha has been very smart in the relationship with her and Diddy. 
Carisha is, I think we all have to remember that Carisha has just now been claiming him as her boyfriend. Mm. She she ain't gang goofy. <clears throat> Baby girl grew up in Miami. She's talked about scamming. She's mm-hmm. talked about running the streets with all types of niggas. She not stupid. Right. So, and and I think she knows and believes a lot more than maybe what we know because we obviously don't right. know Carisha, right? Right. But... No, I think she should continue to stay quiet. She don't need to speak out against uh, and say anything. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think he's allowing her to say anything or right. is going to. Mm-hmm. We also haven't seen any pictures of them together mm-hmm. since this has been happening. Right. Everything that's been coming out has been him by himself. Mm-hmm. We don't know how close or how far she is. Um, right. But no, I think she should just stay quiet yeah. and leave. I don't. I I don't think that Carisha is letting this nigga put his hand on her mm. at all. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, uh, I, I understand that her not speaking out, um, especially given that she can put her life at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, I don't know that she wouldn't let him. Her. You think she would? Uh, you think he would? Mm. I mean, he. Everybody gonna try it. Any any abusive left and gone or back to him before. domestic violent person will always try. Right. Always. It. They will always try. You've heard our. If you have not heard our domestic violence episode, we've talked about all of this. Any person who is of that nature will try. Mm-hmm. Flat out. Now, it is up to the person right. to then decide if they're going to succeed. Right. You know, are you going to allow it to continue or are you going to allow it to happen in that moment? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, I I don't believe that she goofy like that. Mm. And that's not for me. I'm not saying that people that uh people who walk into domestic violence situations are goofy uh-uh. i just i don't think she will allow it right i think that she will quickly be like oh no 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 mm-hmm. i don't so. know but I, I do think that if he's allegedly into the same sex or mm-hmm. other sexual acts i do believe she will go there with yeah. him on that I do believe that. I do too. And that's and I love Carisha, cool. and that's fine. Yeah. I think you know, we it's twenty twenty three. Right. Don't nobody give a fuck. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for the no. pop culture? Any other you know way you want to close this out? No, I just think you know. Um, I I do like how um, what was Kim Porter's best friend's name? The, I don't the baby fat. Um, oh, 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 Kamara Lee. I think Kamara Lee has been very. Um, I feel like there's more to it, and I feel like Kamara Lee has probably reached out to Cassie and like mm-hmm. been there because she's been very vocal about still standing up for Kim Porter and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so you know, I think that's been dope to see. Um, Dude, Kim Kim Porter passed away. She. 
She, she died of pneumonia, supposedly. Okay, yes. And it everyone was, it's around been this Diddy whole has died. Thing. Um, yeah, I saw all of that. She, uh, you know, uh, Kim Porter didn't believe that she died from pneumonia. And everyone around her didn't believe that she died because she wasn't sick. Kamara Lee didn't believe she died from. No, okay. they think she was poisoned, but. Yes. You know. Allegedly. This is all alleged assumptions and things like that. But, you know, just everyone. Be there for your friends. Yeah, call your strong friends. We always say that. Yeah. And it's a lot. But that's all I have. All right. Well, you know, I will just close this by saying that, you know, when you're out here doing tomfoolery, it always catches up up with you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, it's funny, my husband tried to, tried to, uh, he tried to say, you know, I've been trying to tell you. I'm like, first of all, let me just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't been trying to tell me shit. <laughs> what are you trying to tell you? I talk about, uh, I think he was trying to make it seem like I'm such a huge fan of Diddy. I'm not. Oh. I never have been. Mm-mm. I like what, like, because I've been listening to the new album. But I already told myself that I wasn't gonna listen if Diddy was on consistently on uh, it, and he's yeah. not. Oh, <laughs> he's he's barely on it. But any album Diddy has put out, it's been just like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I've not ever really been like a huge Diddy mm-hmm. fan. Nah. He's always just felt like a nigga from the block to me, and you know, yeah, that's just what that is um but okay well we will take a small break and then we'll be back for the main cheese made topic um and yeah we'll be back bye y'all bye you know you got to slow down you've been working too hard and that's a fact baby we can do it take your time do it right we can do it baby do it tonight. Take your time. You better hit that high note, Dana. Girl. <laughs> Slight you work. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. These hoes ain't ready. These hoes ain't ready for me. Okay. We're back for the chillage. Nope. The main cheese my topic. You know, I realized I did that in one of our other episodes. Uh-huh. I called the segment the wrong name. And oops, it's the main cheese main topic. <laughs> so this weekend when Stephanie and I were recovering from our our night of foolishness. <laughs> um, take a sip of my whiskey. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was too much. It was a lot of mm. ASMR. Cheers, friend. Cheers. To our little Salute. Christmas tree. Happy holidays, y'all. Yes. I'm not going to stop saying it until it's over. Mm-hmm. Holiday season is... Christmas is my favorite holiday, but I love the holiday season. Tell your... Tell the family over here what your husband said. <laughs> oh, so... So Sunday, Sunday afternoon or morning, um, we got up and decorated the front yard because so my dad is a well, 
all of my dad's siblings and uh, predominantly my dad and my aunt are super Christmas decor freaks because mm-hmm. that's how my grandmother was and that's how my grandfather was. Um, so whenever Christmas will come around, it's like, who can mm-hmm. do more? Who gonna put up the most shit? Yeah. Um, so that has definitely trickled down into me. Um, so I have, since I've uh, been with my husband, I've made it my duty to find and get the most Christmas decor so that it is clearly the Christmas house. Um, so Saturday, Sunday we got, up um, and we decorated the front yard and we put up all of our blow ups. I bought these new lights. It's so I can like, you know, so picture this. So we have a front yard. We have a fence around our front yard. So we have lights around the front yard that kind of looks like, like a, like a chain effect. Mm -hmm. And then they go at the top. We also have a, I think it's an eight foot gingerbread man blow up that lights up as mm-hmm. well. And then we have a arch, which is a gingerbread house arch, which we have lights. They, they're solar lights and we created like a little wavy pathway to walk into it in case you want to take a picture in front of it. Mm-hmm. And then on the side of it, we have this big nine and a half foot Wait, dog. Wait, how big is your gingerbread house? The gingerbread house arch is, um, that one is not 10 feet. Yeah, it's huge. And the dog is nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the name is. I think it's a, it's not a Doberman. Um, anyway, it's the dog. And then we got this Christmas tree, which is going back before Christmas because it's ugly and we shouldn't, and I wish we wouldn't have got it. I, <laughs> Because I wanted a big one. I wanted one that was like at least 20 or bigger than the ones we have. The point was for it to like be like tall. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, so we decorated the front yard. And so since everything's on a timer, it comes on. And the solar lights obviously don't come on until it gets dark. My husband was taking a nap and he came on and said, oh, my God, it looks like a bunch of faggots is thrown up in our front yard. <laughs> it does. <laughs> everything's multicolor lights. Everything is lit up. Sparkly. It's giving sparkly. It's definitely giving homosexuals live here. Uh, (laughs) It is. We're clearly the party house on the block. Look at our tree, guys. So this is a glimpse. (laughs) Look at our setup here. This is just a glimpse of what's happening. You know what? I have been. I was a merch. I mean, once you've been a merchandiser, I was a merchandiser for 10 years. So it does not leave me. And our set will never not be merchandised. We also have a little black scent and a little black lace cloth. They're Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> um, yeah. Good. I just, you know, I like a, a, a setup. She I feel like when we up. when we talked about doing the show, I was uh, very clear. Like, yeah. it has to be a setup. It does, yeah. You I know. agree. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. This you can only assume, imagine what the front yard looks like. Um, maybe I'll take a picture once everything's finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, the front yard is finished, but take yeah. a picture of it at night when it's lit up. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Okay, so like I was saying, uh, Stephanie and I were hanging out on Sunday, um, and we were scrolling through the Netflix, and we stumbled upon a TV show called The First Wives Club. Love it. Which I, from what I understand, started in 2021. At first I thought it started in 2019, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming they started recording in 2019, but they didn't release it because of the pandemic until 2021. And um, we randomly decided to start watching it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We got hooked. We got hooked on it. Um, I think it's a lot to talk about. It's three seasons. It's relatable. It's relatable. Um, uh, Steph hasn't made it to the third season yet. So I think by the time we get you finish the third or get to the third season and finish it, we'll talk about it as like in the pop culture segment mm-hmm. and like the next show or something. Yeah. Debrief. Yes. Um, so let's talk. Uh, so, uh, the show is starring, um, Dr. Bree Washington, who is played by Michelle, uh, Boudoir, uh, Hazel Rochelle. I hate that name, which is by, uh, Jill Scott, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan, Michelle, Baptiste, Dave, Stop. Stop it. <laughs> that is by, uh, that's Ari Montgomery in the show. And then um, Mark Tallman as uh, David Montgomery. So that is Ari's husband in the show. Um, ooh, I should have. Uh, Roan Rico Lee, Gary Washington. Oh, that's his name. I didn't know that was his name. Ooh. Malik Yoba as Derek Ellsworth. Uh, Michelle Michelle Michinor as Jayla. So she comes in season two. Mm-hmm. And then you have some other reoccurrings like um, Tara uh, Pacheco. Pacheco from, and she plays the character of Versace. Mm-hmm. You have Regina, which is played by Deborah Cox. Uh, you have Megan. I think that's the daughter um, who's Bailey uh, Tipton. Uh, that was in season one. And Dr. Malcolm Raynard. Yeah. And then you also have the guy who played Nigel. Um, Mikhail. Mikhail. And then you also have. I mean, you guys can look up all this shit. Just Google it. Yeah. But. The, some of the other characters some are Imani, other, yeah. Washington, Ollie Washington. That's the one from, Imani is the one from, oh no, those are uh, the other girl's <laughs> kids. Imani Washington. No, because the girl from, have you, did you see 13 Reasons Why? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll go over this. Anyway. Y'all gotta watch this show. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, so season one, mm-hmm. I feel like was, <clears throat> was, you know, it was, it was, uh, it's, it was as season of first season of a show should be. Right. Um, and it was, um, I feel like everybody was like going, trying to go through a divorce in season yeah, one. Yeah. Everyone was trying to go through a divorce. Um, Hazel Rochelle is married to, uh, uh, what you call it, Yoba's character. So Hazel Michelle is Hazel married to Rochelle Malik Yoba. Was married to Derek yes. Ellsworth. Yep. 
who he's like uh, um, she's a, she's an artist like a uh-huh. singer uh-huh. um he's like her producer well he's her husband rec- right but and producer and manager manager mm-hmm. uh-huh. so she's married to him mm-hmm. and then ari the character ari is married to david montgomery uh-huh. she is a former attorney yep. uh turned housewife slash his, his campaign, campaign manager, manager mm-hmm. and all the other things that come with that. He is running for senator. Yep. And then um, Dr. Bree Washington, who is an orthopedic surgeon, mm-hmm. is married to Gary Washington. Picking up on that, she's an orthopedic surgeon. I don't know what that bitch was doing. Yeah. I just knew she was a doctor. She said it. <laughs> I knew she was surgeon. a surgeon and a doctor, but... Yeah. I don't remember orthopedics in one of the okay. episodes. Okay, so she's married to Gary. He's just he's a teacher. He's a writer. In he's the first one, he is a writer, but he was teaching. He was teaching, and also stay at home dad. Dad, correct. Because because he was because obviously you know, when you're a teacher you don't make as much money, right. um, and so Derek. Obviously, David and Bree are married. Ari and David are married. And then Hazel, yeah. Rochelle, and Derek are married. And then all of those girls are best friends. So Bree, Hazel, Ari. and Ari are all best friends, all three of them. <clears throat> so it starts off with Dr. Bree wanting to leave husband Gary because he cheated. Um, Bree wants to leave Gary. Well, yes, yep, because he cheated. Uh-huh. Um, first starting, it starts off with um as well. Hazel. Well, first episode, first couple of minutes, we see Ari and David having se- are trying to have sex, and he's clearly a couple of seconds and he has done. to watch porn to yeah, get it to get it together going. to get the. The engines rev, yeah, and um, and then it leads into um, Gary and Bree, uh, because he cheated on her, and Uh so they are separated. And then um, Hazel is clearly broken up with her husband, and they're gonna get a divorce because he's a lying, cheating hoe, and cheated on her with another artist who he's been working with, and gave um her alleged album release date to this girl. Yes. She's also 10 times smaller. Uh, I mean, white girl. Or what is she like? I think she's a Latina. She's a Latina or Hispanic singer for sure. Mm. Because she had a Latin accent. Yeah. Or Hispanic Latin accent. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, for me, I don't, I mean, just all around, Hazel Rochelle's character, because I feel like Jill Scott has been playing these characters of, like, these scorned women characters, uh-huh. and, like, she was in married, she was not married to medicine, but why did I get married? Why? yeah. And one and two, where she's played the wife that gets cheated on, and then, like, her husband was uber disrespectful, and um, and then she loses weight and becomes like you know 
in love with this other man who's supposed to, who was really good to her. Um, and she's like in this very tight corset where her titties was up to her neck. And it was like, you know, great. And I feel like this. <laughs> and I feel like the same thing was great. happening in this show. Uh, but I also feel like I, I, I don't, the character that she played was so self, self-absorbed. I would love for her to have played a character with a little more layers. Honestly, I would have liked for her. I would have liked for her to be Ari and she, and then Ari be Hazel Rochelle. Ari? Really? Yes. I would have liked for Jill Scott to have been the attorney slash campaign manager slash housewife and Ari be the self-absorbed person. Hmm. You know, like, I just feel like it would add more layers to Jill as an actress. Yeah. Or as the doctor. Or as the doctor. I could see her as, like... Either one. Yeah. But I couldn't have seen um, Michelle, uh, Dr. Bree, be... The star. The star. No. Because she did a good job in her role. Mm Mm-hmm. She did. Um... So that's how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. And it rolls into, um, and then it keeps going into, you know, so Ari and her husband go back and forth because he's worried about his campaign. Um, and, you know, he come too fast. And she's like, <laughs> motherfucker. And then she's what a keeper at the damn zoo. So, you know, it's. It becomes a thing. And then um, Gary and um, and Bree, you know, they're trying to figure out their shit. Uh Bree figures out that the person he fucked (laughs) was like one of the ladies from the TA room. The PTA mom. The PTA mom. So he goes to the PTA meetings. And so finally Bree made time to go with him to one of the PTA meetings. Mm -hmm. And here walks in one of the moms all late. Rubbing his knee, mm-hmm. and she saw red. Well, because she heard, she was like, "What?" She heard like fuck? some of the details that she was saying, yeah, like she, and I didn't realized, see yeah, and realized like, oh, like some of the things that he said to her about this person. She then realized like, oh, it's this bitch, mm-hmm. and then she got up and acted up, cool, which. Fully, I would have done the same thing. So, um, then after a night out, Brie fucks this Latin bartender who I would have fucked on any given day if I wasn't married. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that man With was With the hot. long curly hair oh, and the yes. ripped body and the dangly cross earrings. Yeah, Latino. and dangly balls, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, she has fun with that. Mm-hmm. Stella got her groove back. She did. She did get her groove back. Uh-huh. Um, and then Hazel went in and confronted Derek in the studio uh-huh. while he was helping the what's that girl's name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The side chick uh, mm-hmm. record mm-hmm. and chucks the phone at him 
while it's all on camera, mm-hmm. the video gets leaked. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start going through the whole process of divorce. Of divorce, yes. yes. And he's like, he locks her out of her penthouse. Mm-hmm. He's blacklisting her in the business. Mm-hmm. He turns off all her credit cards because this bitch tried to go blue control, hit him up style. And, you Keeps know. all her jewelry, clothes. Yeah, everything. Everything. Um, and then things start to, you know, turn over in her favor because the daughter, Versace, starts to help her and helps with, like, you know, the stuff for her prenup. Uh, she takes on, um, uh, Ari as her, as her, um, attorney pro bono Mm -hmm. and you know things starts to go into her favor a little bit right and and um, that's his daughter from a previous and that's his daughter from a previous marriage Uh yes so you know things are working out a little bit for mrs hazel rochelle um you know she starts you know doing some music and recording with this guy who she likes khalil he's cute cute. um and even though she wasn't using her voice, which annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, yeah, I do agree with that part. I was so, every time Ooh. she would allegedly sing. But they would zoom in on her mouth. They would zoom in. It made it. I'm like, bro. They would zoom in on her mouth, and then they would cut this scene short because clearly she was uncomfortable. And clearly the voice didn't match. Did not match. Because we all know Ju- uh Jill can sing her ass mm-hmm. off and has like a distinct and powerful voice. Mm-hmm. So it was frustrating. It gave a little more like pop. Yes, yes. Right? It was the person who was, yeah, mm-hmm. the voiceover was very pop. Right. Um. So then from there, as the season goes on, you know, I think the ladies, um, well, for the most part, Gary and um, <coughs> Dr. Bree, they start to find their way because they go to start going to therapy. Um, she, but he's also dating Marathon Michelle. He's also dating Marathon Michelle. Uh, who, who when they were a size one. A size one. And when they were at the daughter's it's birthday vegan. party, it, she was getting all the shade. Uh, um, the... <laughs> Talking about there was fried chicken and she's like, it's like, no, I can't uh, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm vegan. Right. And then the Gary's mom was like, I can't do this. And she <laughs> like, walked I can't away. Get up from here. She was like, no. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So she invites her to like the daughter's birthday party. Um, that was that, and. Then that's when they, right, like, they start going to pee. Because Dr. Bree came out looking all cute. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up that night hooking up in the jumper, right? Yes, they did. Because Bree came and, yeah, like you said, she got all done up and done up and things. So she, Uh um, yeah, they did the Humpty Dumpty and the Jumpy Jumpy. That'd be fun. Would it? If it don't smell like feet, I'll be down. (laughs) I just, you know, I feel like jumpers be dirty and they mm. stink and ugh. Yeah. Um, True, the kids have been jumping in there all day. Yeah. Um, 
from there, I feel like we're into like towards the end of the season because it was only nine episodes of the first season. <clears throat> and where the girls are essentially getting their shit together. Um, does Hazel meet Nigel at the... She meets Nigel at the end of season one. No. No? Season two. Oh, she meets him in season two because she's she starts she's making struggling. up with... she's. No, she starts doing the giddy up with uh, Khalil. Oh yeah, in and, season one. In season one, because they're trying yeah. to date. So yes, they were date. They started like hanging out and mm-hmm. hooking up, and he sees her get in the car with her ex husband or husband, mm-hmm. whatever. And he texted her, and she's like, "Oh, I don't feel well." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "All right, but like, so he fell back." Oh, that's right, because she, yes, you're right, because the husband was scheming again. And then the husband was trying to take her to this building. Yeah. He was supposedly going to lease or take yep. over. Yeah. And wanted her to work alongside with him, but was also trying to smash her at the same time. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Said no thank you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then that was it. Yep, 100%. And then Ari... Started, she returned back to practicing law mm-hmm. and was like, I'm not going to be your campaign manager anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And um, because they started, were working on creating boundaries. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So should we stop there or keep diving in? I mean, we can keep going. Um, so Let's I think it. from there. It's essentially because um, the season wraps up with uh, they go to that party. They go to the party and they're wearing all white, like in the the original First Wives Club movie. And have you ever seen the First Wives Club movie? No, but I, wait, where they drink the peyote in and the Ari hooks up with. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's so that's at the that's at the mansion. Yes. But the, uh, when the season wraps, they have a, a all-white party. Yes. I haven't uh, seen the original. The original uh, movie? Uh-huh. So, yeah, just like in the original movie, they're wearing all-white. It's for an event that they were at or going to. I can't remember what it was. Um, and, you know, it's like the First Wives Club. And yeah. And it's really cool. Um, and that's how season one wraps up. And then they go into season two. Uh-huh. Where it opens with um them getting a nanny for um Dr. Bree and Gary cuz yes. they're back together now. So the part where Ari cheats. Mm-hmm. That's in season 1. Isn't Ari it? cheats? Yeah. Who does she cheat with? She hooked up with her ex. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they so, oh with the peyote, but she he said they didn't. They have went sex. to like they went to like a record label party. Yeah, yes. supposedly, but she but then there was a video. She was in her lingerie. He's he he took he, a video. She of her. asked him, and he said no. We did not have sex. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah, so she I just was prancing in her lingerie. For one of her exes that's very free-spirited and, mm-hmm. you know, artistic and mm-hmm. open. <clears throat> they run into each other at that party and they did make out. Yeah. And she wore lingerie for him and then he took a video. So she was like, oh, fuck. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he like dis- he disappears in season two. But also because in season two, this bitch ain't there in, uh-huh. uh, in uh, New York because she takes some job in L.A. Uh-huh. Which I was like, I'm confused. Why we just didn't either. And then it shows like a flashback of the day, the wedding, the day, the night before her wedding she had been hanging out with that ex uh-huh. and they had made out yep. in a gay bar. Yes. In a, and it was like a drag performance that night. And stuff. Yep. So it was just kind of showing how open-minded she was and how free mm-hmm. she was before getting into the relationship. Marriage. Yeah. And then she got, she found that she was pregnant with her daughter. Uh-huh. And that's, she I checked think, all the boxes is what they said. And then I think that's why she ended up deciding to marry. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Um. So well, that's season one. So that's season one, essentially, and then season two is where we meet Jayla Wright, uh-huh. and we also um, Versace's a little bit more in the picture in this one. Um, and Hazel starts dating Nigel, who's a Jamaican twenty twenty something year old. Yeah. It's very much Stella got her groove back. Yeah. Um, he was fine, though. He was fine. And his accent was oh my God. amazing. Amazing. <laughs> very, um going to mix mox. Pound town. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got a nice little accent here. Um, so, yeah, it's very, very good. Hey, y'all. We hope you're enjoying today's show. Um, We just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us. Yeah. So if you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hello Cheesement Podcast, it will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon, which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month. And you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so, and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, When you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager, links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to. That's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah, so go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Google podcast, mm-hmm. Um, you can watch, the, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, so utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, Familia. All right. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, we are back with our spiritual segment. We are going to make it quick because clearly... Everything is over our shit. <laughs> um, and then we also, also need to finish. Yeah, I need to finish, to finish the last season. Um, yes. And 
we just want to circle back once that's done and you know we'll dive deeper into how we can connect to this and stuff but we'll move yeah. on to the spiritual segment yes due to some technical difficulties so i picked a tarot card and the tarot card that i selected today is the crone of wands um the crone of wands and uh, knows how to master the explosive and impulsive energy of the night, directing it and turning it into concrete, definite action. Usually she is a very charismatic person equipped with a natural inclination for leadership. She is a guide, one who inspires and can be an example with their actions. The skill of vision and foresight to see beyond is contained within this card. What the Crone of Wands uh, implements is action inspired by, by an idea that follows a precise ideal. Mm. So I think just, you know, continue to me, it's like continuing to take action on this and, you know, what we're doing with the podcast and mm. um, the goals we have for it. Don't and exactly. And, you know, being able to utilize that, that implosive or explosive energy and impulsive energy in a positive way classy way um mine's is i'm hella in my bag which i'm now realizing that we pulled before um i'm so deep in my bag like a grandma with a peppermint um (laughs) and it says my love period money is here or a bag is around the corner and you're about to get into it claim it your fortune is here trust that it won't miss you Yes, I hope it does not miss me because I do want that bag. We want that bag. We want that bag. We gonna get that bag. We gonna get that bag. Um, yeah. Anything from you? No, that's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Make sure you're liking our posts, uh, subscribing on YouTube, sharing, and giving us your feedback and engaging. Uh, Patreon, subscribe to that. And thank you guys so much for your support and engagement. Yes, thank you so much. Happy holidays. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we look forward to seeing y'all back here for another one. Bye. Bye.